The following is a First Nations Health Authority podcast. The FNHA is a health service delivery organization responsible for administering a variety of health programs and services for First Nations people living in BC. Find out more at fnha.ca. Hello and welcome to this episode of the FNHA Coronavirus Podcast. I'm John Moody from FNHA's communications team. Let me begin by reminding you that COVID-19 information is changing while you are listening. So please go to our dedicated portal for all the latest updates. That's www.fnha.ca forward slash coronavirus. It has links to all the trusted sources of information. Now, joining us today are Sonia Isaacman, Vice President of Programs and Services, and Rick Malone, our Vice President of Human Resources. Welcome, Sonia. Welcome, Rick. Thank you, John. Yes, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. And Sonia, let me come to you first. Some people are getting excited about returning to normal, but shouldn't we be more cautious than excited? Yes, thanks, John. Um, we're expecting that the situation will remain uncertain for some time. Um, we're planning for a sustained response for the next 18 to 24 months. Um, part of that is obviously to support communities uh, through this um, and the work that they will be undertaking. Um, there is no cure and there's no vaccine, so personal protection measures will be the new normal. Um, this includes hand hygiene, avoiding touching your face, coughing into your arm or a tissue, um, disinfecting frequently touched surfaces, uh, continue to use physical distancing, staying home, and avoiding non-essential travel. Um, what we are doing is moving to what the province calls phase two, which is a gradual return to the workplace. Um, a gradual reopening of stores and restaurants, but still no large gatherings. FNHA has come up with a guide to help uh, communities navigate this difficult and, and, and ever-changing landscape. Could you tell me what the guide is and perhaps a little bit what it isn't? The guide is, is uh, essentially that. It's a guide. It's not a rule book. It's um, to help for a planned, sustained response um, that is responsible and flexible, um, that has a path back to full operations. It's based on the reality that we are still in a state of response and every community is in a different place um, in their response um, and their readiness is different um, from one community to the next. The document is meant to support those communities in their planning to resume services, and FNHA will meet those communities where they're at to help support them to do that. So turning to Rick, now that we have the, 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 the top view picture of this, how would you describe on a more granular level the process of reopening a band office or a health centre that this guide recommends? Sure, John. I think the best way to lay it out is to describe that it employs the same principles that we're seeing province-wide, which is don't rush. There's an opportunity to be deliberate, uh, calm, and measured, and to use a phased approach. That's what you're seeing with uh, the instructions coming out from the provincial health officer. I think it's also important to recognize that there isn't going to be a one-size-fits-all approach that every community will face different levels of risks, different challenges. So it is important to be flexible and to adapt the approach to each of those locations. And I think the other thing to keep in mind is that if it is a phased approach, it's important to continue to monitor and respond to how things are changing and what the provincial public health messaging is. 
and and at the heart of all of this, it's 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 going to be about protecting our workers as they move back into the, as some of them move back into the workplace. From your experience, how would you recommend employers approach this? I think it starts with two key assessments. One is looking at the facilities that your employees are located in and determining um, how they're set up and how they can be adapted for physical distancing. And then what are the different risks that staff face in doing their day-to-day work? So with the workplace, it's about figuring out how to make it as safe as possible, reflecting the guidelines that have been put out by WorkSafe, and to determine how many people can safely be in the facility at the same time uh, while practicing uh, physical distancing measures. The guide that FNHA has created does have some templates that can be helpful in reviewing the work that staff perform, uh, considering the different interactions they may have and the risks that they face. And it also suggests the mitigation steps that can be taken. These templates have been built to incorporate direction directly from WorkSafe BC. So I think there is an approach here that uh, can guide people in their thinking. It's also important to consider who can continue to work remotely for the time being. And who do you need in the office right now? And, and really, I'd, I'd say the question is, what work is best performed on site, uh, given the nature of it and given what they can access on site? For those coming into site, consider you know, a range of strategies that help keep safety in mind uh, and within the capacity, the capacity limits established for the facility. Um, and if working from home, then those workers continue to work from home until some later time period. Um, There's an opportunity to reflect on how things are going after the first phase of of reintroduction, take those learnings and then think how they can apply and maybe gradually reintroduce some of those people depending on what you're seeing within your own operations as well as what's happening more broadly in BC. So the the resumption to work is a bit like all of of COVID. It's, it's It's a learning process, it's a gradual process and there's no, there are no perfect absolute answers here. Turning back to you, Sonia, what makes this guide special and different from, say, the, the provincial guide or the WorkSafe BC guide? Yeah, I would say that um, the document is uh, developed to be culturally safe in that it provides communities with the tools to make the best decisions for themselves. It gives leadership and health staff a tool to create a phased approach that can bend with the winds of changing circumstances. And as Rick indicated, and as you indicated, John, um, COVID-19 isn't a perfect uh, pandemic. It's unknown um, at this point in terms of how it's going to change. Um, So we're developing tools that will help communities to navigate that um, with capacity to do it. Um, and I think the other piece to this is really part of the, the plan is to create supports for those communities to utilize those tools, um, not only on their own if they choose to do that, but with support from the FNHA if they need it. There's no perfect answers to this, and we're all learning together. And the intention is to work together to support communities through this. And, and Rick, a final reflection from you. What does the future of work look like to you right now? I think it's safe to say that we're not in a situation where we're we're resuming services and going back exactly to the way the world was at the beginning of of calendar year uh, 2020. 
uh, working from home, uh, working remotely will be part of our professional futures to some degree, uh, though the frequency and scale is going to depend on the nature of work performed. So employers have to adapt to this and they have an opportunity to ensure that they're having regular dialogue with their workforce on, on how best to work remotely, uh, continue to figure out strategies to stay connected and engage with teams that are in part at site and in part working remotely. And then to put their mind to issues like supporting ongoing ergonomics or dealing with privacy and, and, and private information and ensuring people are taking the right safeguards when they're off site. So as Sonia talked about, this is going to be a continuously learning experience and, and will adapt. And I think policies will have to be reflected and changed from time to time. And the best way to do that is to incorporate feedback directly from employees and managers about what's working and what's not. Thank you both very much for sharing this wisdom with us today. And thank all of you for listening. You've been listening to an FNHA podcast. For more information on the coronavirus outbreak, please go to fnha.ca slash coronavirus.